But he had his consolation, for Lucia's noble forgiveness of all the disloyalties against her included Olga's as well. And out of all the dinners and music parties, and recitations from Peppino's new book of prose poems, which was already in proof, and was read to select audiences from end to end, there was none to which Olga was not bidden, and none at which she failed to appear. Lucia even overlooked the fact that she had sung in the carols on Christmas night, though she had herself declared that it was the voice of the red-haired boy which was so peculiarly painful to her. George's picture of her, she never knew that Olga had really commissioned it, hung at the side of the piano in the music room, where the print of Beethoven had hung before, and it gave her the acutest gratification. It represented her sitting with eyes cast down at her piano, and was indeed much on the same scheme as the yet unfinished one of Olga, which had been postponed in its favour. But there was no time for Georgie to think out another position, and his hand was in with regard to the perspective of pianos. So there it hung with its title, The Moonlight Sonata, painted in gilt letters on its frame. And Lucia, though she continued to say that he had made her far, far too young, could not but consider that he had caught her expression exactly. So Rhizome flocked back to the hearse like sheep that had been turned astray, for it was certain to find Olga there, even as it had turned there, deeply breathing to the classes of the Guru. It had to sit through the prose poems of Peppino, it had to listen to the old, old tunes and sigh at the end, but Olga mingled her sighs with theirs, and often after a suitable pause, Lucia would say winningly to Olga, One little song, Miss Bracely, just a stanza, or am I trespassing too much on your good nature? Where is your accompanist? I declare I am jealous of him. I shall pop into his place some day. Georgino, Miss Bracely is going to sing us something. Is not that a treat? please, ladies and gentlemen. And she rustled to her place and sat with the farthest away expression ever seen on mortal face, while she trespassed on Miss Bracely's good nature. Then Georgie had the other picture to finish, which he hoped to get ready in time to be a New Year's present, since Olga had insisted on Lucia's being done first. He had certainly secured an admirable likeness of her, and there was in it just all that his stippled fuzzy representation of Lucia lacked. Bleak December and yellow daffodils, and the rest of the series lacked it too, for once he had done something in the doing of which he had forgotten himself. It was by no means a work of genius, for Georgie was not possessed of one grain of that, and the talent it displayed was by no means of a high order, but it had something of the naturalness of a flower that grew from the earth which nourished it. 